Now, when we look at this kind of corruption and hatred to humanity upon this planet, then we need to come somewhere where we can help people to stand up for the truth because we can't let this continue that so that they use their fireballs so that they're going to do their nuclear crap and their earthquakes and, and of course, harp, right? Because then people will never be able to come out of it and have a life in the future. All their children and grandchildren become slaves. Isn't that right, Alan? Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt. Uh, as I see at the Loyola meetings, I think they've had two now, uh, the World Science Committees have met discussing uh, the, the, the very near future where after the identity card with its active chip will come literally an inserted chip into the brain. And they said at the meeting, and this is sponsored by the American Department of Commerce, so the taxpayers funded this meeting, and they had geneticists there. They had the, the microchip specialists from all over the world. Uh, this stuff is ready to go. They have regional computers, they said, regional supercomputers set up across the planet to handle uh, everyone's chip. And they said, it's no longer you. You, 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 individuality will disappear and it will be more like the hive. Uh, it will be impossible for an individual to even perceive of themselves as a distinct separate individual from others uh, that's already set up to go all they have to do now they said is convince the public to take it through through a series of, of terror etc we're, we're going through a lane of terror right now coming from governments mm -hmm. and um they said they're, they're promoted through cartoons kindergarten school through novels movies and so on is a positive thing to have and sure enough that's all coming out now even in the cartoons yeah, but when you say this, huh, and, and, and we look at it, then we also have to step back because their intent is to preserve New Zealand and Australia. Did you ever check out the cost of emigrating to Australia? You have to be a millionaire to go there. Well, I know, too, that, that the, the U.S. set up one of their uh, continuity of government installations underground in Australia. Uh, they, they began that in the 90s. And before all this happened, of course, because they knew what was coming. And, uh, and it, there's a huge, this huge military bases in Australia set up. Pine Gap is one of them. They also have a heart facility there, a U.S. heart facility, uh, and a biological warfare department facility there, too. So, yeah, Australia has been chosen as one of the possible refuges they'll go to, uh, depending on, on the, the sequences of events they're going to bring in. Please. Well, I, I tell you in my in my prophecy, and, and I don't know if you have been at the sheoshan.org, mm -hmm. and uh, we we have said there that uh, yes, Australia is going to be the major place that they have calculated and set up as a safety place. Mm -hmm. That's Australia. They all, but I also told them, these wonderful beings that want to control and destroy humanity, these, all these underground cities and all these under ocean, uh, places and, uh, that they have built these, these cities of glass under the ocean, on the ocean floor. Yeah. 
they they are about to make the biggest mistake of all time. We also are well aware, and this was when we spoke to First Nations people who brought us the information from the elders that live in the Arctic, that there are now tropical fish where there should be winter fish. Mm-hmm. And that also the dolphins from Florida instead of going where they always go to warm waters and move onward, they are in great distress, they're upset, and they are swimming north. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So then we are looking, because I, I have some uh, friends who uh, are from India, and uh, I have also some friends from the Philippines in deep in the mountains there. And these friends from the Philippines deep in the mountains, they sent me in 1989, they sent me a very large yellow envelope with all kinds of symbols and all kinds of stuff, and there wasn't a living soul that could read it. So I sat down, I said, okay, well, I keep looking at the symbols and then hear what I get. And they warned for the uh, manufacturing of UFO-like vehicles that the United States of America had built for uh, transportation also off of this planet. And that they uh, were going to make calculations that they would take the the top whatever honchos of the planet while they throw the planet into its polar shift. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? It, it makes sense. It, it, it's, uh, again, nothing that happens today uh, wasn't written about a long time ago by the high science, uh, secret societies. And um, even though they write everything in various codes and, and quatrains, like uh, you'll have Notre Dame, for instance, with his secret codes and, and, and uh, quatrains. He was Mason, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, very high Mason. And um, even his name is a, is, a, is a play on the black lady, really, meaning their church. That's what they mean by that. And uh, uh, it's a play on that, that term. But uh, he did mention that the end would come with a silver angel from the east. And uh, and those in the mansion in the sky would look down as the earth was destroyed, you know. So so this is an old old plan, and the reason it's old is because technology as we know it in level one reality, everything that we are told is new and the latest, and the cutting edge is actually antique. There are three levels of reality in this in, in the coexisting, and that the 99% of the public live in level one reality which is all reinforced by their education uh, and their their, um, newspapers and magazines to keep them thinking that we're on the cutting edge of technology. (laughs) Whereas the upper CIA get get hold of of high-level technology, but not the top stuff, because the bosses at the top won't even give that to to those who help them, who who they employ. So there's three levels coexisting all the time of technologies. And uh, we get the bottom end of it, and, it, and it's actually obsolete when we get a hold of it. Uh, so this doesn't surprise me at all. The flying saucers have been made for donkey's years. 
<laughs> and um, I used to watch them when I was small. I, mean, I was studying astronomy at five, and I used to watch them at night and, and uh, plot their courses and, and watch the speeds they could take off at and, uh, and stop on a dime and do little um, geometrical patterns in the sky. So they've been around for a long, long time. Uh, I mean, it's so funny, too, when they pull out the latest stealth bomber and tell us this is the latest thing they have. No. And, and, and that's really obsolete compared to the, the stuff above that, you see. Yeah, not only that, we, we know there are paintings that were painted in, in 11, 12, 13, 1400s, and you can see these great painters. They painted these UFOs into the painter, paintings. Yeah, and Aristotle, too, and Democritus and a few of ancient Greece talked about these stars that moved yeah. and danced around. And uh, uh, so these, are, these, these things have been around for a long time. Yeah, ancient technology, mm -hmm. uh, which is kept hidden from the public, uh, has been around for an awful long time. But at uh, the same time, these, these ones in, in the Philippine mountains, then and uh, when I was in Brazil, and uh, I gave information in Brazil, and then uh, some of the people from the little villages would come and they would uh, would talk to me. And uh, there was uh, an elderly an elderly gentleman that was there, and he said to me, he said, uh, don't uh, don't think. He said that this time they will make the same uh, devastation as that they did make before. And he says, because the powers that be in the universe beyond this year, they are watching, and he says, it is not going to uh, be the way they always have had it. And that's what he said. But when we look at it and we look, uh, what is being orchestrated and what you are talking about, we have to take a look, of course, when people go and, and join the Masons, how long would it take these people before they could discover what is taking place in their existence that they, take, that they can say, okay, well, you know, I am... <laughs> they all say I'm the third degree, you know. Which third degree, you know, 360 or 33rd, yeah. you know? Yeah. I know, I, I, I've thought to, to, to different levels, uh, and some of them in the lower orders, 32nd downwards, have helped to take them out of it, basically. But there's those, and the, the ones much higher, and... Uh, there's no right to go through where, where they are. They are, in a sense, altered. Uh, and, and I think there's almost no going back for them. Because now you're touching a, a, an area which uh, people find uncomfortable because you're dealing really with uh, that which is outside the natural, supernatural. And, and uh, this comes into the much higher orders of... Well, well let's tell the people. Maybe if we really, really went and educated them last Friday, I went here and I said, okay, you know what, because you don't know any better, let us tell you when your first Bible came out and when this and this and this came out on the planet that was for you, 
We never yep. talk about what was for them because the, her, her Majesty, the Queen of the Netherlands, if you see the shells fall of hoopla, then you sort of say, oh, whoops. Mm-hmm. Well, though, even, even with, with uh, uh, everyone cared about Adam Weishaupt and he did begin the Illuminati, he just popped his head up during history and, and, and it was a fall guy for the whole thing. The Illuminati it was, has always been here. And but what people don't realize is that uh, um, Weishaupt went to to Germany uh, after um, he was run out of his own country, and he was given a lifelong pension uh, by royalty uh, and in Saxe-Coburg uh, and part of Germany, and uh, the Saxe-Coburgs. Uh, Queen of England, her full name is Sax Coburg. Sax von, von Sachsen Coburg. Yeah. So, so it's the same bunch that put up Weishaupt to do his job, uh, and then they took him in as a refugee yeah. uh, and gave him a pension for life. So why would the royalty be, be apparently pushing something that, that, that would that be against them? Well, if it wasn't against them, it was, this is how devious this, this the whole plan is. Um, they know that through, as I say, through conflict, they can change the direction of society. And as society thinks they're running away from something, they end up running towards it. This is how, how clever this chessboard is. Uh, the, the checkerboard floor of Freemasonry is a chessboard, mm-hmm. the tesserated floor. And um, you'll notice even in, in, the, in the corner where, where the castle is, it's called, it's yeah. called the Rook. Yeah. And, and and the Rook is the home of ravens. Mm-hmm. And you've heard that blurb at last week's news where they're taking the ravens from the Tower of London, the Royal Ravens, uh, because they might catch this bird flu, so they're taking them indoors till it passes. Uh, the, the story being that if the ravens ever desert uh, the, the Tower of London, then it would be the end of the Royal Family. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. so it's, quite, it's quite interesting, the symbology that's all in front of us right now to do with the chessboard, uh, the rookery, that's the home of ravens, uh, and, and royalty. It's all connected, of course, uh, the black and the white, the seen and the unseen, you might say. Uh-huh, that's but, right. Um, getting back to, to Mithra, um, I don't know if most people know it, but Constantine, just one week before, he officially put uh, Christianity up there as, as an official religion. Was intri- he was he was initiated into the higher degrees of Mithraism. Yeah, but and he wasn't Christian until three days after he croaked. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, he he really belonged to every society that existed in his day. Because yeah, because his wife was heavy duty into witchcraft. Yeah, and, and uh, Constantine. Uh, he believed in insurance policies, so he joined everything. He had multiple insurance policies, you see. <laughs> so, yeah, and, he, and after he, he introduced Christianity for the people, he had a temple built, uh, as all the old uh, um, Caesars had before him, where the people could, could go and worship a statue of him as a god. So, so this is the reality of the beginnings of it. This man was no Christian at all, never was. No, because he was made Christian three days after he croaked. Yeah. And that was because of his wife was afraid if they did if she didn't do that, then she would go in the tomb with him. 
Well, there you go, yeah. So that, that was a, 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 a posthumous insurance policy again on top of the rest. <laughs> Oh, you you are good. You are good. And ladies and gentlemen, you that are listening, get your little pencil, get your little piece of paper. And if you don't, you're going to be sorry because you are listening to our guest, Alan Watt, researcher and author. And the website, www.cuttingthroughthematrix.com dot com books and yeah of course he has three bookies here and uh, three books are available cutting through one the androgynous hermaphroditic agenda cutting through number two a glimpse into the great work wonder whose great work cutting through Three Esoteric Unveiled and the Meaning of Revelations in High, of course, well, can we call it High Masonic Tradition? Maybe it's not that high, but anyway. Each is $25 payable in international postal money order, which is available at your post office. Get with it, get it, and show it to your friends. Contact, you can write Alan at Alan Watt, Site 41, Box 4, Esther, not Fred Esther, Esther, Ontario, Canada, P3E4N1. Not bad for somebody that was called seriously dyslexic at the age of 12, huh? Ah, there you go. <laughs> I think these are our saving graces, actually. I think that's what gets us through. Ah. I think if we can look at things in a different uh, perspective than other people. Well, you know, they used to not understand it because I used to look for writing from the right to the left. Uh-huh. And I still do. When I read something, I have to say, no, 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 no. You know, we have to go that way. That's how they are, so we go that way. That's right. You mentioned before about the underground, uh, underwater bases, which yes. had, especially in the Bermuda Triangle, that's really what was bringing down aircraft. It was the, the EMP pulsation from these underground, underwater bases. Yes. That's what, that's what was throwing the dolphins off and beaching themselves. They knew this all along, you know. And uh, that uh, it's funny that Captain Nemo, uh, that they gave you in, the, was it 6,000 leagues under the sea, or 10,000 or whatever, and, and Nemo was just omen backwards, you know. So they give you all these little things all down through the, the names of people. You have to go backwards and forwards with them, um, because it's highly significant in the occult to read things both ways. What is it that we need to look at more than ever with the Jesuits and they seem to be uh, resurrecting themselves? And, and I am trying, you know, I know some people here that I'm trying to stir up to bring them to me, all these escapees from the Roman Catholic Church, you know, bishops, priests. None, you know. I like to sort of say, come here, kitty, kitty, let me talk with you, you know. 
because I'm sure that there is still power in the masses to turn it around and to bring peace for the people. So long as people are there, they're breathing, they have their power, and that they can reason, we can turn it around. But the moment they quit, Alan, well, then we did our best, but that's not good enough. Yeah, I think there's probably a truth in that you'll never get through to all people because even though they've been brainwashed and conditioned and, and, and have had multiple reinforcements of conditioning in their life, uh, they're, they're also making choices all done through their life. And and uh, I think it was Khrushchev um, who said that the Americans would be socialized without realizing it. Uh, and yeah. socialism is, is perpetual. I think communism. That's what it is. I mean, the communism is just socialism in a hurry. You know, uh, it's the same thing. So when you're socialized or communized or Sovietized, uh, you accept as a normal thing that you've got betters above you. It's the same as British nobility. Uh, you call them your betters. And so these better people, these, these uh, intellectual elites, have the right to, to, to look after you for your own sake because we're, we're too stupid to do it ourselves. And that's really what socialism is until you're wrapped in cotton wool and, and you accept that there are people running your lives and they're more competent than you are, they're big daddy, big brother. And so, so socialism or communism is really perpetual childhood. You, you, you accept that you're, you, you've got someone above you who's a real father figure who's taking care of you. It's perpetual childhood. And, and when that came to the West, as Khrushchev said, um, it, it said the West would go down, and, it, and it, it certainly is going down. Oh, and fast. Very fast, very, very quickly. Uh, that's why the conditioning is so intense right now through all the, the, the media psychological perps we get. Yeah, not only that, most people, when you say that in the newspaper, and even when you now look at uh, CBC with its black and red uh, front, which I think is just absolutely as ominous as it comes, they also no longer allow the ones who have any intelligence, when they say, oh yeah, post whether you agree or disagree, you know, and so we, uh, we we fire this stuff off at them, you know, all the time. But at the same time, we know, we sit back and smile and say, it is never going to go there because you, they just are as controlled and, and the ones that seem to be working there now are just, uh, well, shall we say, uh, people that are out for fun. There's nothing... Yeah. Nothing that is serious for the people at large, and they're all being rocked to sleep from all as well in China while China is burning. Yes, it, 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 it truly is, yeah. In fact, a lot of the Chinese are meant to perish too, because with a world where they don't need all of this mass production, all they'll need is a small force to, to produce for the, for the elite that's left. And they claim that, that in previous ages, um, they've always had three bases worldwide uh, where, they, where they keep all their high technology and, and places of refuge mm-hmm. for the elite. And, of course, they've done the same again. And they have these cryogenic labs, too, where they have all of the, the, the genetic material.
material of all life on this planet, so they could, in their own words, they can re, they can reseed this planet if need be. Uh, and these 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 cryogenic institutions, three of them, are called uh, ARCs. One of them is in Louisiana, and we even had a blurb on television about it. Um, very advanced uh, genetics going on in there. Norway. We also have the, the the space station that they hope to have completed by 2010. And the International Space Station is ISS, which is a play on ISIS, you see. Yeah. So it's all highly symbolic, and I'm sure they'll put more genetic material in the space station for, for survival purposes. Yeah, and they have also uh, uh, a great underground uh, kind of a kerfuffle that they are completing where they are going to keep all the seats from this planet in safety. When when I, I mean, you know, I've, I've talked to people, Alan, that they should prepare them to self to go out of the way, you know. Yes. And and they say, oh, but they have a <laughs> In North America, all the houses are made, most all the houses are made out of wood. Yeah. Oh, I have it in my basement. And they said, you know, I survived World War Two, and I tell you, your basement is for the birds. And they don't believe it. I know. You know, all the fairy tales they've given us are Masonic fairy tales for children. Yeah. And yet you have the one about the, the little pigs and the wolf. And they, bur- they build their first one out of straw, their first house, and he blows it down. Mm-hmm. And then there's wood, and of course that goes as well, and, and then it's bricked. And, and that's why uh, in North America, and when I came to North America, the first thing that struck me, uh, in the towns and the, and the rural areas was the very appearance of, of how temporary everything was. The electric lines were just strung over the overhead everywhere. Uh, everything was, was sort of matchbox and thrown up. And I thought, you know, it would take nothing to, to dispose of all of this and return it back to its original state. So I knew then that the setup in North America was a, was a, a temporary thing mm-hmm. for the majority of the people. So, so yeah, um, they had the great plans to, to bring this world into what they call its natural state, uh, only that there won't be so many people around. Uh, and, and those that are left to do the work will be chipped in the brain, they'll be cyborgs, robots, really. Uh, this, is the, this, is the, this is the great 1,000 years of peace they keep talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this peace is when we're all sleeping, you see. Yeah, peace, peace is when everybody... Yeah, but you know, in one of my prophecies, I told people, and then there will come these airplanes, and they will drop from these airplanes canisters. Mm-hmm. And when the canisters hit the ground, it will put people in a long sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll not die, but they will all be in a long sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people will be... Unconscious. When when we look at it also from another thing, because we have uh, to deal still with the creation of the Au monks. You know what what they uh, chant. You know this uh, the Masons and the Rosicrucians and the uh, Buddhists. You know they uh, chant this Om. You know watch out because that that chant is very hypnotic. 
Oh, yeah. And it is uh, setting them up in a vibration that they can easily be rocked to sleep when they send that out to their computers and uh, televisions and radios because they have been so used, because they have been programmed for so many years since uh, Blavatsky, that that is the sound they should be listening to, you know, because all these poor suckers, you know, with their channeling these new ages, you know. Yeah. Oh, I channel Kutumi. I said, you, you don't have a clue. I said, that word Kutumi is, that was her father. He was very high up in the masonry, and he paid the spreading of channeling and all that other. Hullabaloo. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. I said, you know something? You need to wake up. I said, because you have been had. You have been programmed for your demise. And here you are. But we also need to understand that many of these people belong to the unification mm -hmm. church and the Mormon church that are all... Uh, fabrications the same as the Roman Catholic Church and everything that broke off of it, including the Muslim, they need to wake up that they are being set up against each other to kill each other, to destroy each other because they controlled it before. Protestant versus Catholic and then Protestant and Catholics versus the, the Jews and now it is Protestant Catholics uh, 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 Jews and Muslims they are, they, they are killing and oh yeah let's throw for good measure the Hindus in and they don't know where all these Aratestans are there are not too many left but we may see if we can throw them into when we bomb Iran and the rest of the Middle East and all that stuff will travel over to India because when they tell humanity that they are only three to 5,000 years old they have to have their head shaken because outside of uh, India, we have a whole beautiful continent of beautiful city under the water. When we go to Japan and we go and do some deep sea diving, we see these chunks of the beautiful continent of Atlantis. And I think the people of Atlantis became too advanced and they had the power to stand up to them, but they were too late. That's why they were bombed into smithereens. Yeah, well, I know that um, the technologies really are so ancient, uh, advanced technologies. Uh, Nikola Tesla did not uh, get this uh, from simple inspiration as he went along. <laughs> um, he, he jumped whole, whole sequences of discoveries to make the final product. So he knew what he was sent out to do what he was doing. Uh, even his name, Tesla, is again is a play on the cube. So uh, a square cube is an ashlar in masonry, so even his name is Masonic. Um, uh, but we're living in, in, in such an age of confusion, as you know, because this is the age of confusion, mm -hmm. where uh, there's so many things out there to distract us and, and to lie to us and direct us all in their own directions. Um, so that they can rush through their agenda while we're all in this state of confusion and fighting with everyone else. But I, I think a key to this is within the Catholic Church because it, it means universal because they, they took all of the old religions that existed 
to hold an empire together. Mithra! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and what they did was they called themselves the Universal Church by by uh, copying into them all of the, the main uh, parts of religions that existed around them at the time to become the supreme one. And they wrote into their own books um, that the, the keys, the keys of heaven would be given to Peter, really. In other words, that they are the only ones authorized to bring in the system at the end. Uh, and, and the Catholic Church is well suited to bring in the New Age with all of its present philosophies that they're, they're, they're rehashing again. Uh, they put Mary up to, to, the, to the, 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 the top again, uh, the Queen of Heaven, you know. To Miramis. Yeah, the Queen of Heaven, that's right. Uh, and so the Catholic Church are so well suited to bring in all the other religions after intense warfare uh, back into a new age, you see. Uh, and I'm sure they will do it. No one else has the power or the finances to do it. But they certainly... But we still at the same time, you know, Alan, have to come to this this great place where we get more than enough people out on this planet to wake up that they are going to help to spread the information and not shrug it off and then say, okay, now the people are back to have power and then to go and say, okay, we're, we're going to... Uh, find a way before you bomb us all to death to stop you. Yeah, and inject us with poisons and and all the other nice things that the United Nations Department of Population Control. You never hear about that department. Um, it's there, but you, you, you always hear about the, the, the propaganda of the troops, uh, you know, helping the children in all these countries. But really, uh, the United Nations has it is the, the, the at the moment the front for, for, for this uh, elite uh, who want to, to bring down the populations of the planet, and they've discussed many times using inoculations to do it. I think they've been doing it since at least the 50s, and, and have stepped it up now until the average child has about 20 inoculations before they're two. Uh, so so mm. stepping it up. They're doing it. It's not just a matter of talking, it, they're actually doing it. And they can't tell the children because it'll terrify us all, you see, if they tell us the truth. You know, we tell many people on air here to take their children and themselves and go to a homeopath and have them reverse the inoculations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some people say, oh, no, but they say it is good for me. I said, no, you are set up to either be a, a zombie for experimentation or you are being set up to be a continual tool to make money for the drug companies and the medical profession who uh, sponges off of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, we're dealing, as I say, with monsters here because they don't just talk about things, they actually do it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, of course, the media won't tell us because their job is, is to, they're an essential arm of government. They keep us in the matrix, the low-level matrix reality. Uh, and, and their philosophy in, in high masonry is what they call uh, the, the, the noble lie. They have the right to give to the public, you know, the little children down beneath them, the noble lie. And this is how they, they, they rationalize it to themselves. 
that um, we can't tell the two little children what we're really doing to them because the, the poor dears would understand. And uh, and so, but it's all in their best interest, you see, if we, we call them off quietly and, and we don't tell them. And and this is the noble lie that they tell us over and over in so many different ways. They believe that they have the right to do this, being the good shepherds, you see. And we, we are the timid little sheep. Yeah, but you know, that when we look at it, uh, uh, Shalom, G'day all, how are you? And uh, we need to we need to take a look at how we because you know my my great concern is how they are going to expand this uh, warlike action in the Middle East and, and you know people should understand when what is it for to have this this high mason the Pope of Rome having the key to Jerusalem that bugs me you know. And, and and to see how they are manipulating and setting up these people in the Middle East and to keep in, in inducing so much hatred, so much inflammation, so that they eventually can no longer reason. Like when we take it away, because that's what they want, they want to have eventually Jerusalem to themselves. Oh, yeah. Because that's that's a very you know that stone of Mecca that sits there. We had there, of course, first the ancient uh, uh, twelve thousand years ago. We had the Hindu gods pray there, Krishna and all, Skit and Kaboodle. And then after that, of course, we had it a point of worship for Simiramis. You know where that thing has gone? Who knows? But it was sitting there somewhere. And uh, then now, uh, of course, we have it. It is a stone of Mecca. And, you know, but when we look at it, underneath that stone, there's stuff that is much, much, much more interesting. That hole they dug and what they built underneath there is much more interesting. Now, what my concern is, and, you know, I, I tried, I have friends there, and I have said, I wish, I really wish you should by now know that my prophecies are very precise and that I want you out of that area. I want you to leave there. Please leave there. Because they're all going to make it so with all their nuclear garbage, they're going to kill all of you. And and somebody said, oh, they would never do. <laughs> this one guy says, uh, you know, but we have very, very good uh, gas masks. Eh? And I said, you know, sweetie, it doesn't matter if every person in Israel, in Palestine, in Egypt, that whole area had gas masks. I said, what they are doing, the agenda is horrendous. Yeah. Please listen to me. And, you know, it was like before World War II. I pleaded with people, as small as I was, my father was a mouthpiece. And, you know, my mother's family said, she doesn't know, she's too small, she's now, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And it will never happen to us, because we are all good people. Uh, yeah, yeah. And off they went, never to be seen again. And today, we want the people to wake up and to be empowered and to say, no, it must stop here. Because 
what is the future huh, of Vancouver Island, Vancouver, uh, Kelowna, uh, 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 what's it called here, this Chawasan, uh, and so forth, this whole area. And it, and without a doubt, it is as Masonic as it comes. So is PowerPoint Roberts. I know. Well, people are so disconnected today from their own ancestry, the, the, the people from the past, and, and those still to come, because there's a new generation that's been drummed into them. Live for today, think of yourself, enjoy yourself, just be happy, you know. Don't worry, be happy, goes the song. And, and uh, they, they don't care about this, is, this, this disconnected from the past and the future. They become terribly selfish in this way. And they've been trained this way. Every ad on television reinforces this with smiling faces, just keep buying things and be happy. To be a full person, a complete person, you have to go through all stages of emotion to understand yeah. the fullness of yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and also that there's a happy equilibrium and it's in between the, the two states the, the two uh, the, the opposing states of, of, of elation and, and even the despair at times uh, that um, you start to think and you get a spiritual insight into things and a connectedness to things mm-hmm. which you don't get if, if you're in a, a constantly elated stream of mind mm-hmm. What what do you know, Alan? What do you know? Shofar, seven hours. A question for the guest, please. What do you know about the RU486 abortion pill? Oh, RU for sex, yeah. That's what that's what it's played on. RU for sex, yeah. And sure, that that's 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 basically the the morning after pill they call it now. For, for the youngsters, and I understand they're giving it to, the parents don't even need to know what's happening, uh, regardless of the age of their child, it's the child's responsibility and the doctor's to abort um, uh, right after conception. It's, uh, it's the, you might call it the, the Kleenex tissue of, of, of the results of, uh, of intercourse. It's um, it's pretty disgusting. We'll reduce life to this, you know, brief thrills, and the consequences be damned. There are consequences for actions in life, and once again, remaining in a state of perpetual childhood, uh, it doesn't help things. It, 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 it exacerbates this. We're becoming dehumanized so quickly. Um, I, I, in fact, many people are giving up their ability to be human, you might say. Many will take the brain chip when it comes along because they don't want the burden of having to think for themselves. Uh, it's a burden to many people. They just want to have fun and be happy. But we're, they're turning us, they're, they're making us what the elite are themselves. They're anti-human, you see. They're anti-human. Well, they have done that with the television, with all the the bloody war shows and all the other hatred that they are beaming out into people's living yeah. rooms, you know, yeah. wherever they are. And also what I found very heartbreaking to see that, uh, and this was today here in Canada, when somebody said, well, you know, um, 
you you are all wrong when you say that we should not be uh, in uh, Afghanistan. I said, no, I said, Afghanistan didn't make war with anybody. You know, uh, Afghanistan didn't do anything to anybody. Well, it's interesting that, that Mr. Kissinger, uh, the man who also signed the bill when he was up there with Nixon, he put forth a bill uh, which stated that the number one threat to the nation, the state, you know, America, uh, the number one threat was overpopulation, and, and he put forth the, the funding to find ways to depopulate people, and that's where the AIDS project came, the HIV project came from, was the sweet Mr. Kissinger. And Mr. Kissinger, not so long ago in an interview, admitted uh, that, yes, he and his friends were behind uh, the, the initial creation of a, a fundamental Islam in Afghanistan uh, to, to start to, to push against the Russians, knowing that the Russians would then invade Afghanistan. Uh, so they would set up these uh, extreme Muslims and in would come the Russians, and that's exactly what happened. This is a chess game played in advance, uh, planned in advance by the Kissingers of this world. Uh, and, of course, we're seeing the offspring of them today. Uh, many of the so-called radical ones, uh, they were getting books dropped by aircraft from American planes to teach them how to be fundamental extremists uh, in, in, the, in their own religion. America created that, not, not, not themselves. No, because at one time they were, yeah, at one time they just lived their life and there was not such a thing. But now we have amongst these people so much hatred towards one group to the other. Yeah. And and we, then we are creating this hatred. Uh, uh, and, you know, when, when you look at it, this is really comical, even though very sour, because the Americans pulled out of Afghanistan and said, well, here, Canada, you can have it now. Yes, you, can, you can do the dirty work, you know, yes, because we have stirred, yeah, we stirred up the people in such a sense of hatred and confusion. Yeah. And they can't read that it says this is Canada and we are peacekeepers because where's the peacekeeping? And so we are seeing that these people are coming more and more in a state of, uh, well, we, we, you know, we might be just having an artificial 911 very soon. That's right. That, that's absolutely right, yeah. And so we can then have the people here blame mm -hmm. all these people, yeah. you know, from, uh, well, you know, after all... You did it, didn't you? No, we didn't. Yes, you did. You got involved. Yeah. And if you get if you get somebody to create you a nine one one for the sake to get the whole populace in such a state of stupid fear yeah. when there was nothing to fear mm -hmm. because it was from within yeah. then you have it made because then we're going to have all this hatred mm -hmm. within the own borders, race hatred, as, as we have never seen in this country before because we didn't have such a large population and, 
out of the nowhere, we now have a serious problem, as they say, with crack cocaine, because the crack cocaine is so dangerous that we are going to go and uh, kill people in their houses, break into cars, and uh, and so forth, and so forth, and so forth. No, no, that is what you created to create fear amongst the people. And Shofar says seven hours. Canada also allows same-sex marriage. The weapon of Afghanistan is drugs. Oh, yeah. Well, Canada, too, also has led the world since World War II in the field of bacteriological warfare. Little quiet Canada. Canada spearheaded this whole thing prior to World War II, and the great Mr. Banting that we know was set up as the great discoverer of insulin, uh, was heavily involved in creating diseases to wipe out the whole of the German people. Um, he created a disease which could rot the brains of cattle and eventually those that ate the cattle, mm-hmm. which sounds suspicious, like the so-called uh, Kutzel Jacob syndrome. And uh, when you, Canada was, was led the world in the whole field of, of viral uh, mutation for warfare purposes. Uh, Lyme's disease was created here and, and dropped in, uh, out in Alberta, and then that's where it spread into the States. Uh, yeah, Mount Shasta area is full of it. Yeah, there's a book out called Deadly Allies, written by a Toronto Star reporter with declassified information from the Canadian government that shows you all of this. And under, underneath the nice pristine snows of Canada lies some very dirty work, believe you me. You know, but when we look at this and we know these poor people wherever they are, and they need to come to a realization. We met somebody today that we we talked to, and he says, no, he ne- did not have his children vaccinated. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, if you were vaccinated yourself, you need to go to a homeopath and reverse it, because they are going to use viruses that they will let loose in the atmosphere that will trigger off that garbage that is in the body of these vaccinations. Yeah. Yeah. These vaccinations are are so perfected that a reporter who went to the Port and Downs uh, English bacterial warfare facilities and sat amongst the scientists, uh, he said that they talked so calmly at breakfast uh, as though you were talking about pruning the gardens uh, and we were talking about uh, race-specific viruses, trigger viruses, uh, um, viruses that could, they could uh, inject into people that would lie dormant and, and have a trigger come along many years down the road. Uh, even even through catching a, a cold or a flu could trigger it uh, with, the, with the right type of cold or flu virus. And uh, they had viruses which could spread across a whole continent and only reproduce so many times so they could predict at the, the time it reached the end of the continent, it would stop reproducing. They're, they're so perfected, like nanotechnology. And this was this was written back in the, the early 90s, in the half a page in the British, or two pages in the British newspaper. So they're so far ahead with all of this. It's uh, it, it's um, it's not happenstance, uh, pot luck type thing. They know exactly what they're doing, uh, and they have these specialized weapons to do it. Well, the previous Pope, Alan, said that vegetarians were evil. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, the, well, the Pope's route, uh, since the long lineage, uh, is quite interesting when it comes to blood and meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the Masons, you know. That's right. Yeah, after all. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Sunday, March the 12th. For goodness sake, tell your friends, your family, hang in there, and he's coming back. Take your little pieces of paper and your pencils, and uh, of course we want you to go, and in the meantime get his book, because if we get you educated to the point, then we can open the line, and then you can intelligently discuss what you have read, and you intelligently can spread it to other people. So, one more time, wherever you're listening, I guess Ellen Watt, researcher and author, website, www.cuttingthroughthematrix.com. Books. Three books are available. Cutting Through One. The Androgynous Hermaphroditic Agenda, Cutting Through Two, A Glimpse into the Great Work, Cutting Through Three, Esoteric Unveiled, and the Meaning of Revelations in the High Masonic Traditions. Very quick, Alan, so they get a taste of it. The Meaning of the Esoteric Unveiled in the, in the Revelations of the Masonic and, of course, the Catholic Church. And people don't know that that bathtub, that gilded bathtub in the Pope's apartment uh-huh. has, of course, all the astrological signs. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, I know. And George Bush Sr. mentioned it in his speech on New World Order, and he, he, he said that everything is going to the heavenly plan meaning uh, the constellations, etc., with the greatest time clock there is. And every one of the constellations has a specific meaning and purpose to, to high Freemasonry, uh, way above normal astrology and so on. It, these are purpose time, these are parts of their agenda where, where each specific purpose of each constellation comes into play, and they will make it come into play themselves. And so we're going into the Aquarius, the, the peace and understanding when they kill most of us. And it's also the hermaphroditic period where they'll bring forth a new type of creature to be the next type of slave, uh, the perfect hermaphrodite, uh, the, the, the unification of male and female, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then uh, when, we, when we look at this, uh, uh, Alan, uh, one more time to all of you that are out there, and I just it, you know, Whispered Song, You're It, Pantalist, Whispering Hope, Amazon for Peace, Boeth, Eleven, Tuppence, Alcifer, 2007, Fred, 3000, A Spirit, Skyliner, Richard, 4101, and uh, Fa, 426, and Beeping. Come and beat for Dancake Educated. If you want to know, you want to grow up, want to protect yourself, then you're going to be here Sunday, March the 12th at 11 p.m. 
to 1 a.m. Eastern Time. And you are going to go and be smart and get his books. Start to talk about it. Start to educate your friends, your family, your neighbors. And stop the train of death and destruction because they are stepping it up. So don't step down, step up for the love of humanity, for the love of this planet. Do not let them do it again because they can let off some of these fireballs and what do the fireballs do, Alan? Well, they can destroy one hell of a large area, uh, and it certainly can change the atmosphere very quickly. They could actually burn the whole atmosphere, according to Tesla. That's why he stopped his experimentations. The, 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 the atmosphere, superheated, could catch fire, literally. Yeah. So how difficult is it for us to get these people to... Listen, and how many places will we educate them that they can use and can create to be safe? Because many people ask and they say, well, it's fine that uh, you are talking about this, but places of safety and ideas of safety for when they go crazy to kill as many as they possibly can. And that's why people want to be in the know, right? understand now and, and make preparations for what's coming down, uh, those that are caught at the end when, they, when, when the supermarkets close, etc., uh, will be in a terrible frenzy and, and actually people will go mad. There's no doubt about it. You don't want to be around people in, in big cities and towns when all of this starts going down. Uh, Tuppen says this does not seem to be a problem. Uh, staying alive is going to be the difficulty, but not if you're in the know. If you're in the know and you have the right people around you, you can get through anything. So get in touch with us. Get and pull up your boots and get ready to get in touch because it is not hopeless as some of you seem to be thinking. There is power in being in the know, right, Alan? Absolutely. more than simply knowing uh, much more comes with it and uh, and actually there's a lot of freedom being in the know it's, it's the only freedom there is in this world um, is being in the know for sure yeah and, and you know those that are in the know are empowered it is the poor people like the ones during World War 2 World War 1 and did you know Alan before we go sweetie that the uh, Bush family, World War One, World War Two, and World War Three, mm -hmm. they yep. must be great masters, great powers in masonry. Oh yes, the burning bush. Yeah. <laughs> burning bush. So that's what it is. Huh? Yes, of course, <laughs> the burning bush, and that's right, and. Uh, uh, just for a moment, Alan will we'll speak. Ladies and gentlemen, haha, we thank you. And we one more time before we go off the air, tell you Sunday, March the 12th at 11 p.m., 1 a.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, Alan Watt, researcher and author. Website, www.cuttingthroughthematrix.com.
books. Three books are available, Cutting Through One, The Androgynous Hermaphroditic Agenda, Cutting Two, Two, A Glimpse Into the Great Work, Cutting Through Three, Esoteric Unveiled and the Meaning of Revelations in High Masonic Traditions. Each book is $25, payable in international postal order, which is available at your post office. Contact. You can write to Alan at Alan Watt, site 41, box 4, Astaire, Ontario, Canada, or contact to the webmaster at Alan Watt, cutting through at yahoo.com. And, of course, you want to know the Royal Blood Red Lines, and, of course, more about Mithra and Simiramis. You know, never mind. All roads lead from Mithra to Rome, and everybody else has to watch out because, yes, you might be on the list to pack it in. So don't go and get angry at one another. Work together, create peace, and stop your hatred of rage, creed, and color. Because integrity will bring peace. And with this, we wish you good night and thank you for being you and for being there until we meet again.